Blog Talk Radio. And hello, hello, and welcome. This is me, Helena Steiner Hornstein, called also Helena Margareta. If you think my name is a little too long. Anyway, this is our wondrous world. And this again is Helena. So we haven't heard from each other for a little while. I'm back here on the air. And right now I'm speaking to you from wonderful Stockholm, Sweden. And it's a beautiful, beautiful summer day. Probably like everywhere else on the northern part of of the globe. It's nice to be back here, you know. I really enjoy it. It's uh, it's not as hot as it was in Florida. Florida was actually unbearable when I left. It was so humid and so incredibly boiling hot. And here it's just pleasant and very, very nice. Clear blue sky. And everyone is happy, you know. It's funny with Swedes. You get here in the summer and you look around and everyone is smiling. They're happy to be alive. They talk and they walk around and laugh. And then wait a few months when it gets colder and darker. So do the people. <laughs> it's amazing. They just kind of, it's like they're, close, they're closing down. They don't look at you anymore. They don't smile the same way and they don't talk the same way. And uh, and everything is so serious. So as the weather is getting gloomier, so are they. And they like to stay home, curl up, and are getting more serious about everything. I hope, sweets, you don't mind. You know, I love you. And I think it's very lovely to be back. And I'm already back in, you know, circulation. I'm working. People are come to see me at my new office here in Stockholm. So um, today, um, the headline is, uh, well, it's actually one of the subjects because I've been digging into my ba- mailbox, which I do from time to time, which I think is fun. Uh, you know, I really enjoy emails, and I usually get very good questions from you that way. It's healthy to ask questions, and we should have a society where we are allowed to ask questions all the time. You know, we should be like children. Why? Why are you so? Why do you do that? Why is this happening? And so on. And usually we don't do that too much. And of course, we should be given the answers too. We should be treated well when we ask those questions. We should ask more questions. But most people are afraid to ask questions, believing it makes them look look stupid and ignorant. And that's not so at all. Of course not. In fact, to ask questions, you actually feel you know something already. And you actually know more than others. But you want to know the meaning of certain things. Personally, I ask questions all the time. Those who are around me, they know that. They think I talk too much. (laughs) But I really want to know, why do they do this? Why don't they do that? Very good questions. And actually, they should have been answered, but they're not always answered. I am naturally interested in people's lives. I'm naturally interested in life. Or should I say, I'm naturally curious. I really am curious. And I ask questions about just about everything. And it's amazing how many people do not even dare answer them. I remember a few years ago, I was somewhere in Spain. And I was going to fly out to Spain to another country. And I wasn't sure where my uh, plane was going to have its check-in counter. And I saw a line, actually a rather long line. 
and they stood in front of you know that airline's counter but i wasn't sure that it was a destination but they stood there and as someone at you know at the end of the line where i should have been placing myself and asked is this the flight for wherever i was going and uh, the people said yeah we think so and i didn't like that answer so i went somewhere where I saw a couple of people in uniforms, you know, meaning they did work there. And I asked them for the check-in counter for my flight and my destination. And they pointed, you know, way back somewhere else and said, oh, they changed that, it's over there now. And I walked over there and I put myself right in front of the line because there was no line. I was just more or less the first one or second one. And I stood there and they started to op- they open up the counter, you know, the, and you could check in. And now people have been in that other line, came running to my line and kind of blame me for having put myself first in line. <laughs> but, you know, I didn't. I was just asking for information from the right person. And this is a good lesson in this one. We should ask for information from the right people from the right sources at all the, at all times. Why should we just not dare do things and just kind of follow the line, so to speak? That could end up in very serious ways. You can run into all kinds of difficulties just following a line without finding out where it goes. So now we are back to the first question here, which I have uh, on my note paper here, spirit, politics, and religion, what's in it for me, which is also the title of this show, but it's the first question I'm going to answer. I have many more, like uh, where uh, are we living in an end time, are we living in an end time now, or why was I born, and do you believe in aliens and so on? This all here. So hang on. At the very end, we're going to have a meditation, the way we usually do. So now back to the subject, spirit, politics, religion. What's in it for me? Well, the first thing is you are in it because you believe it's good for you, one way or the other. You join religion because somehow you feel you will get something out of it. You are joining spirituality or stand up for spirituality or believe in spirituality because somehow you believe in it. And politics, and of course, you join up with the politics of the day or the politicians or the leaders of the day politically because you believe in them. So this is again the thing. Do you believe in them? Do you believe in what you're doing? Or you're just, are you just following that line that I spoke about? And you don't even know where the line is actually heading. You believe it goes a certain direction, but you're not sure. So like me, I've asked, and I got the right information. And what is it you're going to ask now about these three things, spirit, politics, and religion? You are going to ask your heart, how does it sit with you? The politician you are following, does your politician say what you believe in? Or do you just do it because you like to kick people around, so to speak? (laughs) And the religion, is it really what you're believing or is it just that you're looking for power or are you superstitious or is it that you don't know what to believe religion is something quite special of course religion has been with us like for as long as tradition has been with us this is how religion started Actually, religion didn't start with tradition. Religion started with feelings. And that was spirit, spiritual feelings. People realized pretty soon that there was some kind of power. 
that was around. I think we all have noticed that at some time or the other, but we haven't dared believe in it, or we haven't found the proof for it. Today we say, oh, that's God. But now we have been told that God is a man up in the heavens. And that's very, very hard to believe in for people in today's world. That a man sits there looking up at the blue sky and I see some clouds. This doesn't fit in with my belief. I believe in a higher power. And I believe that higher power is there for me. I see this higher power as the white light. And together with this white light and this power, there are so many good things that are coming my way. And I truly, truly believe that. Why? Yes, why? Because I have lived a pretty darn long life, probably longer than any of you out there, because I know my audience is young or younger, but not my age. I have lived this long time, and I've simply found out that there has to be some kind of power that's out there. What I call this power, that's of no importance to anyone. I call this power the white light. It makes me feel good. And I have also seen that white light enter my life many, many times to help me out. And that white light has appeared before me even in front of others. How about that? Isn't that something? I'm amazed that someone tries to question it. And I would say, don't question ever, ever anybody else's experience. If you have not had the experience, it just means that you haven't had it yet. Okay? So anyway, so way, 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 way back, people realized that there was some kind of higher power that was bigger than they were somehow. And they notice that in all kinds of connections. Then there was a group of men in their culture who, of course, had noticed that too when they, people talked about it. And they didn't know how to call it and how to treat it. So they founded religion. This was a group of men, not a group of women, not a group of men and women. So they dealt with it the way men dealt with it in a form of control. So now they set up rules. And when you have control, you must have a leader, someone who says what to do, some master standing there in front of everyone telling people what to do. Yes, telling people what to do. That is religion. It's man-made. However, you can sit for instance, in a church or your, your place of worship, even if they preach around you and all kinds of rules and things, you can sit there and have a wonderful private connection with this higher energy. That is spirituality. What's around you is religion and culture and tradition. But you sit there among that, all that, and you are spiritual. So spirituality is freedom. Religion is not freedom. It's the opposite of freedom. It's boxed in. So actually there are two things of the opposite end of each other. I'm spiritual. I speak ad lib in all these shows. <laughs> you know, I sit and just allow myself to be inspired. And when I do my meditations, they're not really those well-crafted meditations where people make recordings and they put the words together to sound so good. I don't do that. I tune in to the big heart of the universe. 
And now the big heart of the universe is channeling information through me to your wonderful heart. And you are connecting yourself to the universe completely freely and spontaneously. Isn't that wonderful? You know, I feel I can speak so freely because for the first time I'm speaking without my my telephone. I'm speaking with a headset through Skype. I haven't tried that before, but now they have a direct line, so I clicked on it. And it feels so good. I can speak with my hands and I can speak a completely different way. It's amazing how well this works for me, how comfortable I feel when I have my total freedom. And that goes for you too. Once you are not tied to all those rules out there, you're free and you will be inspired completely differently. And if you're not feeling well, for instance, you can feel free to just tune in to this higher power that I call I am the light. That is the only healing method I'm using. And I'm told I'm a good healer. I can say so because I'm not doing the healer. Spirit does. And I'm very grateful for that. Thank you, Spirit. And Spirit tells me what to do and what to say. And Spirit even tells me that, yes, it's an exchange of energies. People have to reward you when you give them because Spirit likes that. You cannot even, you cannot always demand from Spirit. You have to be a giver also in life. And that's very important to know. And also in life is one thing I have noticed is You have to be grateful. Every day you wake up, you have to be grateful for the day you have been given. You have to say thank you for this beautiful day. And you have to feel it in your heart. It's amazing. This will make your day a better day. It truly, truly will make your day a better day. It works for me, and I know it will work for you. So um, accept this. You know, we have been taught to to accept politics and stand up for a party and for the leader and sometimes give up all reason and logic and blindly believe and even trust this leader and what this leader says. I tell people you know, how to live. I teach them and I ask them, you know, to follow certain things. But it's them to decide. It's not me to decide if they are to do it. If you want certain things to work for you, follow the directions, but do it your way. And I have a little mantra. And I say, this is the mantra I use. You can use it, you can change it. So it suits you. And that mantra is, within me there is a place that knows all and sees all. This is the God light, my inner light. This is my best friend and my highest potential. I vary this also each time I say it. But it all starts with, within me there is a place that knows all sees all, hears all. This is my inner light, the God flame within you, within me, within everyone. And once you connect with that, and you can say that if you get really scared sometime, you can just make this your little prayer and do it your way. But say it always with some kind of love and light. That is how it works. All those written prayers out there, great guidelines. Still, you have to tell them from your heart with joy and expectation and gratitude. Sometimes you hear about 
certain religions and cults and religious groups and they have a sick child among them and they start they tell the parents to pray for the child and not to go to the doctor and those parents so full of fear do those prayers and read them over and over but they're so scared and worried about their child that those prayers are turning negative instead of positive so go to the doctor if you don't know the prayers and get the medication I believe in emergency treatments I really do my goodness of course I do I wouldn't have been alive my my family wouldn't have been alive if we hadn't used that and thank goodness we have that also that are gifts from God now I know prayers work and particularly if you can get together in a prayer many of you and positively pray something good for people for a cause for a country for the world I tell you our world needs prayers right now you better start praying groups of you and do it often and now so this is religion you know it's mixing in with with the spirit and politics but still politics and religion you know religion is like another political party you make people believe through force almost these are the rules I want you to believe this follow it or it's not going to work for you and up to now we had a Pope who was not very well we had popes I would say who were not sometimes very loving I feel now we have a Pope who loves the people and who loves God and who loves everything and he's a good leader so to be uh, you know part of religion and to be part of politics you have to have followers spirituality is the individual you yourself you and your very very free connection with the higher power that is of the good it wants your highest good and you should always ask for this highest good it's so important to ask for this highest good and whatever it is throw that fear away put yourself in a ray of light brush yourself off clear clear and just feel and know that you are in the hands of the highest good so now this is spirit politics and religion there is something in it for you and you saw that too connect basically connect with spirit connect with that truth within you and you will get the clearer picture what's happening when you are uh, spiritual you open your awareness your consciousness is increasing you're getting smarter somehow and that's why you now can begin to to connect with spirit in a kind of more a confident way and start to ask for that connection that you have always asked for and for benefits it's easy to ask for benefits when you are spiritual because in religion you still have to be spiritual in the moment when you ask for those prayers to come true and politics I don't know what the heck they're doing so <laughs> that is that's man-made up to the very last letter so um, somehow does spirituality fit into our lives well no leader is there to tell you what you must do because you feel it in your heart you're totally free to simply follow the feelings or your unconditional heart you make it you do it because it makes you feel good and to feel good is good for you 
it's good for your surrounding. It's good for everyone in your touch, <laughs> within your touch. And it's good for your health. If you feel good, your whole body is feeling better. Your mind is opening up. You are happier. And when you're happy, you also feel better. Sicknesses just fly away. They're not feeling that great to be in you. So be happy, happy, happy. Because you have found your connection with the white light. And that's what my next book is. And our day should come out in, in, in a few weeks, actually. So be ready. So um, then I have a question here. And um, Doreen, what does Doreen say? Is it part of my lifetime, life plan or plan uh, to suffer and get sick and be uh, unhappy? My mother sometimes believes it is part of my plan because she says I've been sick all my life. And what shall I say? No, it's not part of anyone's life plan to suffer and get sick. This is not the way life was meant to be. We really were not meant to suffer. So when we suffer, we should just do everything we can to get rid of the suffering. I know in, in religion, uh, in the Catholic Church at least, you were meant to suffer and really hurt yourself and kind of break up, you break your skin so you would bleed, you know, because then people said it would make you a better person and God would love you more. This is religion. This is man-made. Do you know that? Man-made, not woman-made, man-made. What should do that? We were given this beautiful body by God from the universe. Why should we now start to treat it badly? It's absolutely ridiculous. And, you know, children come to this earth sometimes and they are not feeling well. They're sick. And that could be the reason, just lots of reasons. It could be your genes. It just sits in your blood, so to speak. It could also be a previous lifetime that you in a previous lifetime kind of slowly, slowly died in a bad disease or during horrible circumstances like being locked up in 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 the cave, you know, things like this, and you're just more or less rotted away. And then when you come back to this lifetime, although you're a, health, you're a child and well-shaped child, you still have that memory. The whole system still has that memory of the past. Everything is consciousness. And when you live a life and you kind of slowly fade away in the life. You, cre you create the consciousness through your dimensions, all through you. And you create a memory. But it's the consciousness that kind of lives through the dimensions and through the eternities and come back to this lifetime where, again, you are given the opportunity to heal yourself. Actually, this is why you are like this. Because you were born a certain way. It doesn't mean that you were meant to stay that way all your life. So I say, no, it's not part of your life plan to suffer and be sick and be unhappy. It's part of your plan, whoever you are, to make yourself well. Did you hear that? It's part of your plan, as it is everyone's plan, some way or the other, to make themselves happy and well, because this is what we are meant to be. Yeah, as simple as that. Doesn't that feel good to hear that? 
there is no if you hear some squeaking here, I'm sitting in a in a very, very comfortable wooden chair from Spain I brought up. It's a swivel chair I can sit and move around in. It is olive tree and it's kind of so comfortable, it's even beautiful. I think. I know other people don't like it, they think it's too hard. I kind of like this kind of straight look or feel for my spine. It makes me feel really comfortable. <laughs> and of course, this wood talks somehow, so it squeaks from time to time. So that is what you hear in the background, but maybe I should change this chair for another time. So um, now if you have had in, come into a, a stupid life and you ended up in a life where nothing is happy and well and you have a horrible family, at least you feel that way, you don't need to stay with that. It doesn't mean you need to live there. fate. You can just, when you grow up, you can just walk away from it. I was born in Sweden. And I tell you, as soon as I could think of it, I decided, although I had a really good life, that's not it. But I decided I wanted to live where there are palm trees an ocean where I can go in and out because it's warm enough. Air where I don't need all those heavy coats. You know, an easier life. And when I was young, I saw that picture with this gorgeous man standing in front of a convertible pink car, you know. And this was Miami Beach. And there were those flowers and hibiscuses, you know, and red and yellow and pink. And I thought that was the most beautiful picture I've ever seen. I said, I want to live there when I grow up. And of course, I ended up in Miami. But the road was kind of not that straight, was kind of crooked. No one brought me there, you know. I had to do that on my own. And what I'm saying with this is, you can. If you have a dream, you don't have to stay where you are, have been placed. You're meant to move on. But you know, when you have success, it's because you deserve it. You deserve the success you're getting. You cannot just sit and live in the gutters, oh, I was born here and, and hate those who have a better life. You can have that too. All of us, one way or the other, can make that life. We can. You too. And when I say that to people, oh, no, you know, I don't have the money. And I tell them, when I was young, what do you think I had? You know, I didn't have any money. <laughs> yes, I was fortunate. I had parents who spent money on my studies. I studied to study. I studied abroad. I chose to study abroad. So that was my big help. But I had to do the walking from then on. They didn't want me to stay in another country. If I wanted to stay, well, I had to pay for it. And that was just the way it was. And I think I'm very happy. And if I wanted a car, yeah, they could help me get a loan. But I had to pay for it. You know, that's how we should treat our children. You know, give them gifts, but with love and responsibility. I have another question here from uh, Olaf in Norway. Do you believe in ETs? extraterrestrials. Is planet Earth going to be taken over by aliens? Do you know, I've seen so many movies uh, lately, just since I got to Sweden, they have those old reruns about planet Earth being taken over by ETs, and they're all very bad, and they all look horrible, and so on. I tell you something, you know, creation is creation, wherever you are in the universe. Our planet Earth is part of, of a bigger world. We just don't know it yet. When I grew up, I think we said there are nine planets. 
Now they say there are billions of them. And to expect that we are the only living beings in this incredible universe is almost hilarious. <laughs> I mean that. So I'm going to have more questions about this, but this is just to open you up a little bit. Yes, of course. This is a big world. And anyone who denies that existence is either not wanting to tell you the truth or plain ignorant, plain stupid. Because how can you believe that there is nothing else? It's like sitting in China and see, oh no, everyone around me is, is oriental. There are no white people. There are no black people. There are no brown people. It's just us. And that's what you're doing if you don't believe any further. And do you know something? To be spiritual, you cannot remain in the box. You have to have an open mind. It's that simple. You must have an open mind. It's wonderful to have an open mind. You don't get mad the same way. You don't get insulted. You know, God, there are people who get hurt and insulted for nothing because they don't have an open mind. They're simply selfish. It's so easy to be hurt. My goodness, I could be hurt every day with the comments I get because people don't believe in this what I'm doing, which I think is kind of funny <laughs> that they just deny it because they don't understand it. Isn't that, you know, I think it is funny. Or is it just plain ignorance? And that is the big problem of this planet Earth. Ignorance. Ignorance. And then we have this fear thing. When it comes to ETs, uh, that all the authorities and everyone, they have denied it. And they even had books published that those who believed in ETs, they had had unhappy childhoods. And that's why there were no hallucinating things of something better and bigger from another world. They came up with all these ridiculous things about people who had this belief. So, oh no, just study the subject a little bit more and you find out what it is about. So um, here I have this, and that is Mary Ann, who is asking, and I don't know which Mary Ann, I have so many who are called Mary Ann because it's something that goes in all kinds of languages. And she is asking, are we living in an end time now? Well, we're all living an end time because eventually we are going to leave this reality we are living now. Do you really hear that? We all are living in an end time because we are going towards the end of the life we are living now. But then after this lifetime there is a continuation. So um, then also, when I kind of checked with channeling and so on with this question, this is a sort of an end time because we have to come to certain decisions. What we are going to do with this planet? Are we going to build borders and create fear and hatred? Or are we going to create an open life where we try to understand, respect, and love each other. For that reason, if we continue on this path of darkness and choices of fear and hatred and trying to kill and eliminate each other, yes, then this could be the end time. It could, could really be the end times. 
Did you hear that? I think that is a very good question, but it's also something to think about because it's up to me, up to you, how this continuation is going to be. And it doesn't start with trying to convert the whole country at the same time. No, it starts with one person at the time, one by one, you and me and him and her and so on. Only through spreading the message like I'm doing now. I really believe that this is a beautiful world. And I'd like to play this song uh, with, um, uh, what's his name, Louis Armstrong. And I think, you know, thinking back once, I flew from one point in northern Florida down to Miami once, and this was in the heat of the summer. And the plane flew through clouds, but these were vertical clouds. They were like trees or bushes or cliffs, all white. It was so unbelievable. It was so unbelievably beautiful that the crew of the plane put on this song, This is a Beautiful Life with Louis Armstrong. And to hear that song and to see the blue sky and the white clouds that were looking like trees and rocks all in white and to hear the song was unbelievably beautiful. I think I might have cried, but I think the whole plane thought the same thing. And that is the beauty of the world. Just this blue and white up in the sky. You don't need to throw out all the gold and money to see beauty. It's there already. So why don't we take good care of our beautiful world instead of making it so bad? So we really have to see to it that those who are trying to destroy this world should just be kind of put in back in their square and stay there. Okay. <laughs> How about that? How do I become a healer like you? Asks Paul. Well, thank you, Paul, for asking that question. I'm not sure anyone could be a healer like exactly me because we all have our individual pattern how to do certain things. I didn't go to any classes. I give classes. And those classes are not really how to heal others, but to heal yourself and to find spirit. And once you do that, then you are awakening. You are awakened. And you get into a new kind of mode of knowledge. It's like everything is opening up around you, before you, above you. And your life is changing. And with that comes Ah, I can heal too. That may not be what you want to do, but it's part of what you feel that you are able to do. This was how I opened up. I just started to do it. I didn't know I was healing anyone. People told me I was a healer and said, Ah, what's that? You know. Oh, someone said, You're a medical intuitor. Oh, sounds good. I'm that. You know, I didn't know what I was doing. Other people knew what I was doing. They started to send me their friends. And I got into something that I now would call my mission. It's not the job. I hate it when people call it a job. And I've had, I had a doctor friend who said, oh, well, you have this job. What job? I, this is my mission to do what I was meant to do. So how can I become a healer like you, Helena? Uh, what classes do you recommend? Well, to become a real healer, it's not through classes you are learning them. A class might awaken you, and that is the point. And your own healing powers are going to be released, and you will find it that way. 
what you learn in a class where people sit and kind of hear point so, point two, point three, this is what it is. And people try to learn point by point. And I said, forget it. Listen and let it go into you and awaken you. And this is what I do with people. And that is how they awaken. I hear this just from private sessions that many say, oh, you know, I have changed. I didn't know that, but I look at my life a different way. And I can see, when I look at my dog now, I can see that the dog is not feeling well. And it's like the dog is talking to me. And this is what's happening through the awakening process. And this is what it is, what we do, what I do also in these meditations. And that's what I'm going to do for a while. So I think, uh, you know, God, this is going so fast. I enjoy this. And uh, contact me, please. Send me more emails. I love to have them. And uh, I think I'm going to start this new mode with just having my hands free and not to hang on to telephone because I think better. It's much, much easier to do the show. So thank you, everyone. Also, I'm going to thank now in my show, I go back to thanking uh, uh, who is always here with my, uh, with the music, Stephen Halpen. I use his music with permission from his CD, Gifts of the Angels. And you can get that CD yourself from www.innerpeacemusic.com. Now the entry, how do you call the introduction music here, was created by Carmen Moore, Carman Moore, a wonderful musician. And you can find him and his music and his CDs at www. Carmen Moore, more with e at the end dot com. So Carmen Moore, Stephen Halpin, two great musicians and creators and composers. Stephen Halpin being the father of all new age music, I believe. You've done this more than anyone else. So thank you, guys. And thank you guys out there. We are now going to begin to relax and take a deep breath and feel that within you there is a power that knows all and feels and sees and hears all. This is your inner self, your higher self, the light within you. This light within you is the God flame within you. It's also your very, very best friend. It's there for you at all times. And you relax now more and more and more and more and more. You feed your legs. A feeling of relaxation is going through your body, your legs up. Yes, up through your spine. You are so relaxed. So very, very relaxed now. You are content. You are at peace. And at this very moment, you experience gratitude that you are where you are. And that you can hear what is now going through your ears. And the message that's going through you is being received through your whole body. You are relaxing. And now, it's like a light is shining within you, in your chest area. 
Yes, the light is shining and you feel so bright and light and you find yourself out in nature. You sit down on a big rock surrounded by nature. Trees, plants on the ground, your feet are resting on the grass and you can experience how the grass is sending your green energy throughout your feet, legs, thighs and whole body. You are relaxing completely. And now, way up high at the sky, the sky is so blue, so clear, clear blue. And there, you discover a little star shining all on its own up in the blue day sky. And as you discover that star, it's like you communicate with each other. And you take a deep breath. You just feel the energy. Yes, you feel the energy coming to you from the whole universe. And you now see this ray of light coming down over the sky, down through the sky and down towards you. You stretch up your arms towards the sky and catch that ray of light and it's now coming to you. It fills your chest area with beautiful healing white light. And you take a deep breath, a beautiful deep breath. You are so relaxed, so beautifully relaxed. And your thoughts are now filled with love and light because that's what you're asking for. Love and light. And should you now have someone in your life that you don't like or are angry with, send this person a ray of light And now you see one more ray of light coming down from the sky, coming towards you to make you even stronger. And now you have double light. You are so very, very relaxed. And so at ease, you feel that incredible power within you. And you are sending of that loving, healing power to that situation or person where you have had disagreements. You send it all love and light. And as you do, more love and light is coming to you from above, filling you up, making you stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. You heal. Yes, you heal. You are so relaxed now. And you take a deep breath, just loving 
the moment, being in the light. Who is the light? That's the God energy. And now you understand what it means to be created in the image of God. That's what you are, who you are. Loving light. You are so incredibly, incredibly relaxed. And so much in the light. You take a deep breath. You feel at ease, so completely at ease. You are overwhelmed and taken by the light. This is good. All your cells are filling up with love and light. And you are sending it around you now and as you send it more is coming to you this is a healing moment send this forward this to those who need it you are so relaxed so completely completely relaxed now you are grateful. Yes, you are grateful for what you have. If you have feet, be grateful for your feet and send them light. If you have legs, be grateful for your legs and send them light and healing. Even if you don't have legs, send them healing. More and more and more. Now you are sending your mind, your thoughts, love and light. And you are sending your spine, love and light. And you are brushing off the back of your back, clearing your back from all burdens. And now white light is covering your back, healing your back. And you straighten out, feeling stronger and more powerful than ever. I am a healing light. Yes, I am a healing light. Because I am is the I am the light. That is truly the one that you are. And you take a deep breath. And slowly, slowly we are coming back to here and now. And when I count to seven, you are opening up your eyes again. Number one. Number two, you are well connected with I am the light that shines within you now and you love it. Yes, you truly, truly love it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Now you open your eyes again and you feel wonderful. This was a very, very deep, light meditation. That's the meditation I do. It's connected directly from the universe through me to you. It's channeled. And you have received this channel information. Because information came to you through the words I was saying. But I was saying just metaphors. The true meaning you know in your subconscious mind. I thank you so much. This is Helena Steiner Hornstein. My website is activeveil.com or speaking 
www.sexwithyourheart.com. Come and hear me again. Please do. Again, this is Helena. Love you so much. Thank you so much for everything, for being with me today. SpeakingToYourHeart.com And thank you again, Carmen Moore, for your music at the end. Well, this was it for today. I'll be back soon. Bye-bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 